0: You never, ever, ever take the wife's side. And in this instance in which I was counting on you to take the husband's side, you it's have like, failed me. I I have no words.
1: I don't always take the husband's side. You do. No, you always take... Like, what? Not every woman in every piece of art is Marge Simpson. <laughs> Vengeance. With a vengeance! We are hyper-powering the sequel. That was Electric Boogaloo. Because we are back for episode two of Halloween Month. Spooky! This week we're talking about sequels. Yes. Yes.
0: You heard. We are already in mid-conversation, and I just need to start with what we were talking about.
1: No, you don't. Yes, I do. We have we have rules here. We have a structure and an order. (laughs) and We can't just suspend them for your sake.
0: Okay, continue. A good sequel
1: follows the rules Uh of the established franchise. Now you're trying to throw that out the window and go into your list way ahead of schedule. going to lay out the rules. We're talking about horror movie sequels this week. I'm pleased because usually we spend 20 minutes screwing around before we even start talking about the rules. But you're (laughs) ready to go. She's ready for a fight. She started a fight before we even started recording.
0: Ugh, because you disappoint me.
1: So here are the rules for horror movie sequels that we're going to be discussing.
0: These rules, which you don't tell me until we start recording. I
1: laid out the rules for you when we first discussed this. No, you did not. So the rules are... They cannot be the first in a franchise. However, reboots are allowed. I'm going to let... If you have a reboot... Oh, really? Yeah. I I
0: automatically got rid of any reboots. Because
1: I think reboots should count, and here's why. Like, with Friday the 13th, the reboot that they did... So good. Like, that's predicated on a bunch of the stuff that they already established. So, it it is learning from its past...
0: And you just met one of the actors in that movie.
1: Did I? Mm Mm-hmm. You
0: were on a Snapchat. Is that the guy who almost got me fired with <laughs> yeah, his Instagram? Yeah, I mean, he's on his Instagram <laughs> story.
1: Yeah, hey, thank, we'll tweet at you. <laughs> uh, thanks. Maybe next time you say you're making a video for your friend just for your friend. I did not consent to being on your Instagram.
0: But you should have tagged him.
1: I'll tag him in this.
0: No, I said he should have tagged you and He doesn't Instagram know who story.
1: I am, but he will.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> he should have. That's the nice thing you do.
1: Anyway, good for him. Yeah. He was in that movie. Did he get killed? We should watch that he movie. He
0: did, yeah. He gets super killed.
1: <laughs> then we're watching that tonight. Because uh, <laughs> you have that co- No, I'm kidding. That was very... It was kind of cool. I didn't know he was an actor because I talked to all sorts of people at my job. He was buying a book. He wanted to make a video for his friend who wrote the book and I kind of played the bad guy in that video. So, you maybe, so well. Maybe he could hook me up with an agent. <laughs> um, so I'm letting I'm letting reboots through Based on what you said, I don't think you have a reboot. No, I, don't. I don't have a reboot either, but I I'm not disqualifying them because sometimes it doesn't have to be a numbered sequel. Sure. To be a sequel.
0: You know what's weird is that when we were when I was making my list, for some reason when I was thinking sequels, I was only thinking like the second in a franchise. Yeah. Because I don't I was trying to think there aren't so many franchises that have a lot. Except for horror there are a bunch of franchises yeah. that have, you know, like seven or eight or like a big amount of number and once i kind of realized there was so many things to choose from it made my list a little bit harder to make
1: yeah i don't have a i have two that are direct sequels two number twos on my list but the rest of them are pretty deep into the the next lowest one on my list is a four
0: yeah it does seem like with sequels you have your number one which is usually pretty good in a lot of cases but not in all cases and then it'll, like, go down. And then, like, as you get into the fives and sixes, for some reason, several of those franchises, like, it breathes new life into them. Once you get to the yeah. five or six, it's like all of a sudden we're talking about a different type of movie and they've kind of put some new blood into it.
1: Well, I do love, first of all, props on uh, new blood. Yeah. Yeah. But also I think that there's some really amazing sequels that happened. You're talking about like the fives, the sixes, the sevens in the age before reboots, before you could just say, we're going to do it again. We're going to start from scratch where they kind of had to have some crazy fucking idea, but then like mash it in with the rest yeah. of them. And I kind of, I always liked that one that is not on my list that I didn't even have as an honorable mention, but I, I did kind of want to shout out is Halloween six where they introduced that whole curse mechanic. And I always mm-hmm. thought that was super neat.
0: Do you remember that brief moment when I, I, I told you that they were doing something with that movie and you got excited and then I found out it had nothing to do
1: with. Yeah, that. because you were like, you did the internet thing where you were like, <laughs> "Halloween Six reboot confirmed," <laughs> and it's like some guy at Comic Con.
0: It was I thought it, it, it like, was um, Gun. It was what's his face from, what's his? I can't remember his first James
1: name. James Gunn. James but Gunn, But it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like he was like, I'm doing Halloween 6. No, he
0: just posted that symbol. It was like
1: a picture, and it didn't even look no, like that it didn't. symbol.
0: It looked sort of like, but I think everyone who's a fan of the Halloween franchise was like, maybe, maybe we can... No, maybe see, he just I think made- somebody
1: was punking you, Aww. and then you were like, definitely 100% they're doing it. I'm at work, I can't really look, and so I got kind of hyped, because I love that movie. I mean, not the movie, I love the concept that the movie right. is predicated on, and so I was really hoping that, oh man, you know, like many people who know me know it's like my life dream to remake that movie because I think there's a great idea in there. And then I look and it's like not even close. And now that it was James Gunn, they're probably going to make whatever that was.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: So sequel has to be a sequel. Cannot be the first in a series. I'm allowing reboots and I want to keep it to horror, strictly horror. Like that's, not that I means like we can't just be like oh Star Wars Star Wars is not a horror movie it's a sci-fi movie so we got to try to walk carefully the line. You know. I
0: only have one that I'm not sure what you'll say, but I'm pretty sure it's horror.
1: I'm pretty sure it's an action movie that's a sequel to a horror movie, but we'll get to that and <gasps> argue about you, it when we did get Did you there. look
0: at my list?
1: No, but if you look carefully at my honorable mentions, you will see.
0: Damn you.
1: (laughs) That's why this rule was on the list. You
0: just made it up just now to invalidate my
1: I did not. I made it up when I put it on the Iron mentions list. Should
0: we just tell them what we're talking about?
1: I guess you better start. Wait, where's the... Go ahead.
0: I wasn't going to list this first, but now since it's been invalidated, I had aliens.
1: It breaks the rules.
0: It's not, it's a horror movie. It, no,
1: it's not. It's an action movie. It, the the first one's a horror movie, but it's not. No. I, were you listening if to the rules, if you look at on all, the Wikipedia page, it said, says horror. I just said to you.
0: It's terrifying. You can't use How can you watch an alien movies. burst out of someone's chest and not be scared?
1: There's a difference between something mm-hmm. scaring you and something being a horror film.
0: It's a horror film.
1: The fucking Wampa scared me in Star Wars, but as I did already fucking say, that's not a horror movie.
0: Aliens is a horror movie. Tweet me if you agree.
1: Aliens is a science fiction movie. That despite
0: more
1: despite their high and mighty stance, Microsoft ripped off for Halo, <laughs> ripped off left really? and right. Oh my God. Yeah. The, the spaceships, they look exactly the same. The weapons look the same. And one of the main characters is so obviously based off of the sergeant in aliens. He's, oh, not really? even, he's even called Sarge.
0: I've never played Halo, but I, I will show you, you. some side
1: by side. Like they don't even try. So even though Microsoft will probably sue us for talking about Halo (laughs) in this podcast, they ripped off Aliens for their science fiction game.
0: They won't sue us as long as we play their Battle Royale mode.
1: Pass. (laughs) I'll take the suit. So no, that doesn't count.
0: I think it does count.
1: It's not scary.
0: It is scary. I'm not saying
1: it's not a great movie. I'm just saying if you were like, let's have a Halloween party and we're going to watch Aliens.
0: People would be scared and... Case in point, what game did you play that was so scary? Yeah, that is a horror game based on a horror franchise. Unfortunately
1: for you, you have just made my point. How? Because the game that I played, the game that she's trying to trap me with, is Alien Isolation, which, which is, a is based game. on the first movie. No, it's on which the is franchise. a horror movie. The whole franchise. The whole is a horror fucking franchise. point of that game was it was the first time that they had ever taken Alien as the lead and not Aliens, which is an action movie, and they made dozens and dozens and dozens of fucking action games, including the terrible Colonial Marines. And it wasn't until they got to what the core of their franchise was, the horror film that was Alien 1. You made my point for me. No, I did not.
0: That is a horror game. The franchise... The franchise is a horror franchise. There's no franchise where you're just like, oh, the first one's this kind of movie, the second one's this kind of movie, the third one's this kind of movie.
1: What are you talking about? What? There's tons of franchise Like what? Movies. Halloween 1 and 2 are horror movies. Halloween 3 is a science fiction movie. oh Uh-oh. Uh oh! Uh oh! No, I I disagree. uh, I'm leaving the whole pause where you knew I was right in there.
0: I'm not saying that wasn't why I paused. Why Uh, uh, why I paused uh, uh, is because of my list.
1: Yeah. Is that on there too? (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Swing and a miss.
0: We'll talk about that later. Tell me what your first one is since all you want to do is trash on me.
1: All right. My first one uh, is a creature feature of the classic horror monster movie. Are you sure it's
0: not just a sci-fi?
1: Well, it's not a science fiction movie. It's definitely like, if we count Halloween to be a horror movie where a basically supernatural creature stalks an individual person because of their familial connections and tries to kill them, then Jaws the Revenge, which is my pick, definitely i think count. that
0: might be a romantic comedy
1: it might be
0: <laughs> so i think
1: don't you, you don't even know which one it is <laughs> this you, just, one. No, you don't get to do that
0: <laughs> wrong Here, wrong here's, rom-com
1: here's two reasons why i count it the first is like and this is going to be a recurring theme for me the opening scene in jaws the revenge is fucking awesome okay like the rest of the movie is kind of whatever like the part where the shark roars out of the water <laughs> they don't do that uh and the part where it teleports uh like several thousand miles in like 20 seconds yeah. but
0: the only sharks i know that can teleport built a teleportation machine. yeah
1: they they worked hard on that
0: yeah
1: and it took two of them to do it <laughs> so the, fir- the opening scene is killer it's awesome sheriff brody's son from the first movie has to go clear some like wreckage off of a buoy and it's like they're singing christmas carols which is weird and and somehow that relates to the story but like he goes out there to clear this thing like on christmas eve and jaws the revenge is there to bite his arm off and i say jaws the revenge (laughs) that's the character's name yes because the shark is fairly definitively blown up (laughs) two separate times already
0: He was named Jaws the Revenge by his mother. His-
1: yeah. Mama Jaws.
0: <laughs> Mama Jaws is like, I know I'm gonna get blown up. So Jaws, I name you Jaws. Jaws,
1: Jaws, 2, the Revenge. Jaws 3D and Jaws the Revenge. She's like George Foreman.
0: Yeah, she, only <laughs> she just, like names named them the after herself. Thing. And then as soon as they're bored, she's like, get fucked, go away.
1: So but the but Jaws the Revenge is the first time that I could find and we'll ask, uh, I'll look the into it later because I didn't want to, yeah. We'll ask the research fairy when I'm done. This is the first time that I could find any use of the phrase, this time it's personal. And it says oh, Jaws, really? Jaws the Revenge. And it shows a, a water skier with a shark, like a 70 foot shark exploding out of the fucking water behind him. And it says Jaws the Revenge, this time it's personal. And I just think... Which is
0: iconic now. Yeah,
1: right. Like, that's the horror sequel in a nutshell. So, Research Fairy, look into that. Am I right about that? Aren't you always? Thanks, Research Fairy. I knew I was right. I did my research ahead of time. But you didn't believe me, and I knew I was right. So, I love that movie because it's so absurd. And it, if if we're talking about what makes a horror sequel great, sometimes, not always, but sometimes... in In the case of the later sequels Turning it up to like 400 And just going completely hog on it Can be a lot of fun
0: That's the one with Michael Caine right?
1: Yes Where he's the smuggler And he's
0: wearing like this crazy Um
1: like tropical shirt.
0: hawaiian shirt and all and i it's impossible to take him seriously while he's wearing okay, it. okay but
1: like they do such weird character development in that where like <laughs> they spend a really long time explaining that one of the kids one of the other of sheriff brody's sons is a like a abstract sculptor and this island in the bahamas has basically paid him a living wage for years to make to this ugly ass sculpture no, it's his wife. His wife is a sculptor because he's studying sharks, which is why his mom, the uh, the only returning person from the original Jaws, has to fly down to the Bahamas where a shark that cannot live in warm water follows her <laughs> to enact its terrible vengeance on their family. So,
0: have you ever read the, Sh- the Jaws book? Yes. Now, in the Jaws book, is Jaws... Specifically, trying to kill all of the members of a family—is that no? That's not. That's one not of his, his motivations.
1: That book is holds a really special place in my heart because it is the only book I can come up with off the top of my head that is so much worse than the movie. They oh, made really? It's not good. That book is paralyzingly stupid.
0: Is it boring, or it just doesn't make sense, or what? What? What was improved upon in the movie?
1: Everything was improved in the movie
0: (laughs) everything
1: so for example you remember hooper the shark scientist okay yeah yeah so sheriff brody's wife is either considering having or is having an affair with hooper and there's like this really weird part where he's talking about like getting stoned and eating gazpacho and like that is like a several page part of this book
0: so it's not a movie it's not a book about sharks it's a book about people
1: Yeah, but in the dumbest (laughs) fucking imaginable way. And, like, the only thing that is in the book that they don't put in the movie that I thought was an interesting narrative piece is that the reason the mayor won't close the beaches is because he's in, he's, like, in thrall to the mafia. And, like, he owes a bunch of money to the mafia and, like, they need the business. Otherwise, he's going to, like, get his fucking head chopped off. And that I thought was interesting because it makes him into a more sympathetic character. Sure. Because in the movie, he's basically like, I don't care if everybody gets killed. Fuck them.
0: <laughs> I just don't give a shit. Like,
1: he doesn't want pro- like, <laughs> to solve the problem. Like, he actively doesn't want to in solve the problem. In the book, they kind of give him, like, a, a motivation that for that. Sense. But, like, everything else about that book is terrible. Oh, I wow. can't believe that somebody read that book and was like, let's make a movie out of this. No. He must feel like Stephen King feels about the, the film adaptation of The Shining where he's like, this is nothing like my book.
0: <laughs> I it's hate it. It's much
1: better than this.
0: That. <laughs> um, that
1: one's a complete shit show.
0: <laughs> huh, that's good to know.
1: Total, total shit show. It is so bad. But, and just The Revenge is not like a great movie. Like, I have a friend who's going to be really mad that I said that. <laughs> because he loves all of the Jaws movies personally. But... It's not great. It's a lot of fun in my memory. I used to rent it at the Captain video in Plattsmith and And you would watch
0: it on Halloween as part of a, a Halloween movie
1: series. Yeah, it's like a monster movie thing. And you
0: wouldn't watch Aliens? It's
1: not a monster. That's, that's an action movie.
0: You're insane. Actually, Jaws Revenge is a Christmas movie. You just broke the rules. Why are you
1: it bringing- takes one scene of it takes place on Christmas. That
0: makes it a Christmas movie. Harry Potter has snow, and that makes it a Christmas movie. Your you, you movie You made the has
1: exact Christmas. opposite argument last week.
0: I know, but I don't want to be wrong right now. I want to be right, and so you want to be wrong. you're telling me
1: you've taken the, the Mitch McConnell approach, where <laughs> you don't care what you said the other day. All that matters is how you can use it politically right now.
0: Yes, that is how I feel about this podcast.
1: <laughs> wow. So one sequence of it does take place on Christmas, which.
0: And they go to that. Oh, is that a New Year's Eve party that they go to? Don't they go to a party? I
1: don't remember.
0: They go to like a weird party. Him it's like and that lady. Like a Bahamas lady. party, though. Yeah.
1: I think it's just like a. I feel like hey, it's a New Year's Eve. Macarena party. It's party. <laughs> just <laughs> a
0: Macarena party.
1: Not a Christmas movie, but thank you for bringing Christmas back into this. I'm glad that you, you love Christmas, despite our our supporters. To yeah, abolish. <laughs>
0: thanks, Maddie, for tweeting <laughs> abolish our abolished
1: Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. And the other, This is a shout-out to all the other hardliners out there who are not <laughs> soft on bringing Christmas back into this. I mentioned it purely as a plot point, uh-huh. and here you are you love hammering away about at Christmas.
0: Christmas. I'm going to talk about a movie that doesn't take place on Christmas, which is Halloween 3.
1: <laughs> Halloween 3 is a science fiction
0: movie. It is! It's a horror movie, and here's why. That guy is one of the evilest people I've ever seen in a movie. Why does he want to kill all the children and people in the world? He never explains. He's just crazy. He just wants to kill them.
1: It occurs to me that he's trying to abolish Christmas by killing all all those children, which is pretty fucking sweet. (laughs) That, yes. That's a pretty okay. good movie so
0: if you guys haven't seen Halloween 3 I would definitely recommend it it is not the most well respected of the Halloween movies
1: I, you know I, I think that people took it really poorly when it happened because and this will come up again as we talk about sequels people horror people specifically like people really just want to follow the formula they want to come back and see the same thing more or less again yeah. rephrase they, it's like uh, horror sequels tend to be like sports video games where it's like it comes out every couple of years and they kind of want it to be more or less the same and I don't know that there's anything inherently wrong with that but Halloween 3 tried to do something something different and it was on my honorable mentions list I I think it's a great movie
0: it is so if you haven't seen Halloween 3 it's super fun the general plot is that this woman's father goes missing and then gets murdered I guess and they she and this Completely drunko <laughs> doctor go looking for him, and it revolves around this company, Silver Shamrock. Silver Shamrock.
1: I'll play the thing here. Yeah.
0: That's another reason why it's a great movie. That there. In-movie advertisements are stellar. It's so much fun to sing the Silver Shamrock song. And they sell these really cool masks that are a witch, a it's... pumpkin, and a skull.
1: And they're awesome.
0: And they're super cool. And it basically, they try to go to the warehouse where they're made and kind of figure out what happened to her dad and why he was killed. And it's super spooky. You see these people chasing after him. This whole town like lives in this complex surrounding the warehouse and they have these like weird curfew laws and everyone's like really skirty and you're like what's gonna happen and that's all safe because i don't want to ruin it if you haven't seen it it's awesome but the guy is super evil and his plan is bananas
1: it's (laughs) it's it's super heavy metal (laughs) and when confronted with how insane it is he's basically like i don't care fuck Um, you
0: and the main guy is kind of... Whatever. He's the drunko, but...
1: It's a cool movie. It's
0: a really good movie. There's a lot of cool parts. And I think because it wasn't Michael Myers it got a bad rap, I think if it had come out separate from the Halloween franchise, I think people would have liked it a lot more. The visuals are super cool. The way everything looks and kind of feels is really cool. And I would definitely recommend it. And I do feel like... It is having a bit of like a renaissance right now. People are kind of revisiting it and liking it a little bit more because they sell the masks now. You can buy them and they're really good looking and they have, they're making pins. You have some of them right in front of us. Um, they have, I need to get the last one. Like lots of, there's this cool company called Creepy Co that makes a cool like guys button down shirt that has all the masks on it.
1: I'm trying to buy that shirt. Yeah. So don't buy them so that there's still one for me.
0: And there's been a lot of merch everywhere and people talking about Halloween three, so I think people are kind of revisiting it. But if you haven't seen it, seriously definitely recommend it. Definitely watch it.
1: Put it on your on your watch list for this. And it's a good October. amount of
0: spooky. It's not like super scary, but it has a lot of spooky stuff, and it's definitely a horror movie. And it's not a, it can be a sci-fi slash horror movie, but it's a great choice. I'm gonna
1: allow this one because Thank it you. does have Halloween in the title. Yeah. It is a great movie. The soundtrack kicks fucking ass too, mm-hmm. because it is the tag team of Alan Howarth and John Carpenter who are in My Choice Halloween 2.
0: Great, I knew you were going to pick that so I did not pick it.
1: This one's the gimme. I fucking love this movie. Yeah. As I described last week because it was on AMC every year when I was a uh, a preteen and teenager and I fell in love with it. And its soundtrack is its biggest asset. Yeah. They sort of 80s synth up the the soundtrack of the original. They add some really cool things and it's it's bitchin and the setting is really cool. Like that eerily abandoned hospital that like nobody works at. And apparently nobody is sick in. There's like <laughs> there's, like there's one like patient. 40 babies and and Lori. And that's it. Because nobody else is like awoken. They never ever touch on the fact that they blow the fucking hospital up at the end.
0: I feel like it must be all of that Haddonfield corn they've been eating.
1: I guess. Or everybody's like the Haddonfield hospital is a death trap. <laughs> there's a jacuzzi in it that two people are killed in which is pretty badass that movie's great it again cycling back to my last choice uh the opening sequence is is badass yeah, it really picks cool. up r- literally the exact second the last one left off and it shows you like exactly where michael myers went and what happened and there's a sequence up through when he kills one of the neighbors that mm-hmm. is just so great yeah it really is and it's one of my favorite movies and I don't really like to watch the whole thing anymore Halloween 4 2 and 4 I both just want to watch like the very first like the first 20 minutes
0: So that's your favorite part yeah but I would recommend if you haven't seen it to watch the whole thing oh yeah because it is very well
1: watch 1 and 2 is a double feature and then watch 3 the next night
0: yeah as they're they're show. all
1: great I mean really there isn't a bad Halloween movie until
0: the one with Tyra Banks
1: yeah until Resurrection
0: that one is not which good which
1: is really bad
0: Tara Banks. Who else is in that?
1: Coolio. One?
0: Coolio. It's not a good one. It's bad. It's the worst one.
1: It's the worst one by leaps and bounds. Yeah,
0: even the one with Paul Rudd's better than that
1: one. The thing is, that's six, and and it ha- it's bad execution, is really helped by its brilliant concept. Yeah. That one. That one's, just under like it's the first three for me, and then it kind of gets fuzzy.
0: H2O is pretty good. Cause
1: six is good, H2O is good, four is good, five is not so good, and Resurrection is is awful.
0: I am really curious to see because we're gonna go see the new Halloween movie. I guess not next week.
1: Literally, be the first moment we, we can. We
0: can, and I'm really curious to see how it fits in in the list. Like, we'll update you once we've seen it what how it fits in the rankings I mean, i'm hoping it's good
1: there's no way it doesn't sit at four at best i mean like i'm it's not gonna dethrone one because one is the classic it's not gonna knock off two because i have these like Love really intense so memory gonna be
0: Three, if it's really and good. then three
1: is its own thing so i'm not gonna let it i'm not gonna let it cut in line
0: oh okay so the best it could be on your list is four
1: but that's still like pretty kick ass yeah we'll see also i don't know that it's fair to, to compare it i'm just looking to enjoy it
0: yeah on its own
1: um, i did have h2o as a
0: honorable mention as an
1: honorable mention too it's a good movie it's not great they make a really criminal i'm gonna do it i'm gonna go off on this fucking tangent for a second <laughs> they make a criminal error in h2o because you can see his eyes through the mask and i that really bothers me
0: Tweet us pictures of different Michael Myers masks, and Xander will tweet you back exactly
1: which, which movie it's, it's from. from. The thing is, the masks—the mask is obviously at its best in the first one, but then the second best mask is six, mm-hmm. where they give it that almost stone-like appearance, and the hair is just right until later in the second half of the movie, where a much skinnier guy is wearing it <laughs> because they did a bunch of reshoots. But Oops. the guys. the guy who played Michael Myers in the second one it's the same mask Mm -hmm. but his head is a little bit bigger so it stretches and distorts a little bit and it's not as good and then in 4 they like tuck it into his jacket and it looks all stupid and the hair looks dumb
0: yeah that one's not a good one
1: and 5 is such a bad movie that like I don't (laughs) want to talk about it at all the mask is better in 5 it it reaches its apex in 6 in H2O again you can see his eyes through it and that really bothers me because he's not supposed to have eyes he's supposed to be sort of like an animated suit of armor yeah it's not like a there shouldn't appear to be a person under it and then they use the same mask for resurrection which is just so unbelievably stupid that it doesn't matter
0: (laughs) yeah halloween 2 is a great one um we, I recommend that one as well. It, it would be, it would be on my list if I if had not known know it was going to be I on your list. list. I kind of ceded that one to you. All
1: right, what's your, uh, what's your next? So
0: one? to pick up where we start. You 0 for two, so. That's not true. You conceded Halloween three All to. All right,
1: me. you're. One you're, for two. You're, o one and one.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this next one is what we were fighting about, which is twenty-eight weeks later.
1: Why would you put. Again, I just don't understand. To, of all the sequels to all the horror films ever, why you would pick such a, a, a mediocre. 28 Weeks Later is not a, 28 Days Later is a better sequel to the Sandra Bullock 28 Days <laughs> than 28 Weeks Later. <laughs> That's is harsh, days.
0: man. I. Now.
1: Snooze Fest.
0: It's not. It's amazing. I
1: will say, in its defense. Again, the opening sequence it's is so bad. That's what
0: I was going to say. So part of the reason that solidified this on my list is because the opening, like, 10 minutes of that movie are amazing, freaking terrifying. Really terrifying. They – I saw that in theaters in high school, and I was, like, really shook by it. And, and there's very – there were very few movies at that time that, like, super got me that hard. But that one is, like, that whole opening is done perfectly. And I don't think the rest of the movie is as good, but I think it brings up some really interesting, like, concepts, and it ends up being, like, more kind of, like, a revenge type movie. And this is what I was saying, that you must not remember what happens in that movie, because in the movie, the guy abandons his wife to get eaten by the zombies. I don't know
1: that- I mean, like, it's that or he dies, yeah, too. No, no,
0: I know. I'm on his side. You're on her side for some reason. I don't know why.
1: I'm not he, on her side. You
0: said that you... You were. You said it was his fault that all this happened.
1: It is his fault that all this happened. Anyway, it's let me... on her side.
0: Okay, we'll get back to this. Anyway, this is not a spoiler because it happens in the very first part of the movie. He leaves her there and is able to escape into, like, a quarantine zone and later they go back to his house and they find her there and she's still alive and she's like able to kind of talk a little bit and like communicate with them and so she has what they think is like some sort of genetic resistance to the zombie gene and so here's the thing she is like pissed (laughs) that he left her there even though it was completely reasonable. And, and you despite
1: d- the fact that he did that to save their children. Yeah.
0: And, and there was no other option. Like, she had already been bitten by the time he left her in there. Like, there was no way. And so, but then, to start the sort of crux of the action of the rest of the movie, he goes to, like, say he's sorry to her and to, like, re- like talk to her because he thought she was dead. And she kills him because she's pissed. And this is where I'm like, I can't believe you said that it was his fault. Because it's her fault. Why is she mad that he left her there? It was the right thing to do.
1: Right. I said it's her fault.
0: No, you said it was his fault. Oh my God, I swear. I wish this was a video podcast so people could see her devious face. Anyway. No, I think actually, it...
1: I, I maintain it's his fault. Why? He lets her out.
0: No, he's just trying to talk to her. But on he's
1: one. not supposed to be there.
0: But he's trying to apologize, and she doesn't have to bite him. Okay, she's
1: feral. She was attacked by monsters, ripped apart, had her family abandon her, and then starved in a barn for, like, four months. A long time, yeah. So I feel like she's had some trauma, (laughs) and she's not coping very well. But also, we don't know how much of because I don't think she ever talks. I think she, like, like, blinks. Yeah,
0: she, like, communicates, but I don't think she speaks.
1: So we don't know how human she is. Yeah. And as we've witnessed in the fucking movies before, in the first film, it takes like two seconds to completely wipe away all the humanity. in a. Per- that guy gets the blood in his eye in yeah, the first one. Yeah, that's messed up. So I don't think you can blame her because she's a monster doing monster shit. You, would just, <laughs> you wouldn't blame the bear in...
0: Yes, I would. Bears <laughs> need to be sticking to their bear shit. Like
1: the bear did a bear thing like what are you going to do but that man knows better and he does know that she's under quarantine and they're yeah. like don't go in there she's under quarantine you could get sick and if you get fuck if you get sick
0: you need to be careful
1: you're going to spread that to all of these people who just came back to England and we just thought we just now thought it was safe and then that's going to be a threat to the entire planet and he's like i don't care i know better i'm going to go see my wife and then she gets out and he gets sick and they fuck at the end of the movie they're in paris spoiler alert so i don't want to hear about it like
0: <laughs> I'm it you, is
1: entirely his fault you
0: never take that stance in anything else I except for when that i stance. expect you to not i
1: always take that uh-huh. stance
0: anyway i think it's a really good movie i i it's not so when i was putting it on the list it's not like something i watch super often but i really like that franchise and it really did scare me and i think that opening sequence is great i think the sound design in that in that series yeah, is really good the soundtracking
1: specifically is really good and
0: i think it did something a little different with zombies like it it was kind of i feel like maybe one of those front waves of 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 the wave of zombies that we're currently in which yes. i feel like we're kind of trailing off a little bit now
1: thank god
0: but it kind of took the zombie genre and improved upon it and i think the second one was just as scary and i liked the sort of
1: you thought it was just as scary yeah as the first one mm-hmm. really yeah i disagree completely i feel like the first one was so raw and it felt like it it looked real and it felt real and in the second one they started of had more money and so there was a lot more like aerial shots and stuff <laughs> there were some interesting ideas in the second one but i felt like the first one because you woke up with him Mm-hmm. And had to try to figure out what the hell was going on. Like happening. it was such a claustrophobic movie, and it was really good.
0: See, but I think they replicate that in the first, and they make do it even better in that opening sequence of the second one.
1: Sure, but I feel like that's basically a bonus feature to the first movie, rather than like like it would that by itself would have been an awesome short. True. The weird, like she's the only person in the world who didn't go feral right away, but it turns out she's still like evil or whatever, and he's a complete dickhead you survived the end of the <laughs> fucking world but don't understand how quarantine works
0: well they imply the children have the immunity too
1: right but they also imply that like the world is completely fucking fuck mate yeah big time
0: because of all this. because
1: now that they're work. on mainland europe and it's different
0: well i still think it's a it's a sequel worth watching when i was kind of thinking of I was trying to think of something that I really liked that you wouldn't have on your list, which is why I ended up here. Because there's a lot of other sequels I wasn't sure if you were going to put on your list. And I think this is a franchise that kind of gets forgotten a little bit. And I think it is, like, both of them are super worth checking out for Halloween time. Sure. And great to watch, you know, both or, or you know, the first one one day and the second one a different day. And I think they're both pretty scary and really sure. kind of You
1: know, I, I'm ready to let it be... On the list without, without... I don't think it's wrong, but... I I would not watch that one. I would watch the first one.
0: If you could only pick one. I
1: mean, if I could pick 10 zombie movies, it wouldn't make my zombie
0: really? movies. yeah
1: It's just... The thing is, it doesn't do anything new. It's really good at doing the same thing again, which I guess is sort of what we're talking about. But it doesn't... To me, there's not anything that it adds where I was like... They really elevated the, the game. And because the first one was so innovative and took the zombie genre... In a completely new direction, uh, a sad and stupid direction. But we didn't know that at the time. We didn't realize <laughs> that nobody was going to learn anything.
0: I don't. I don't think it's their fault that the zombie genre went in a sad and stupid. I think they were. They were doing a good.
1: This is how depressing it is, though. Do you know who the best? The who did the best fast zombie movie? Period.
0: Uh, Shaun of the Dead.
1: No. What? Was Zack Schneider, the biggest fuckhead on the planet, <laughs> doing a remake of Dawn of the Dead. A total oh, yeah. classic.
0: I liked that remake a lot. But he nailed it. Mm-hmm. And
1: it's too bad. I would give that movie up because everything else that he did sucked. <laughs> That's not true. He did 300 and 300 was pretty cool. Yeah, and Sucker But he did punch Sucker Punch, great. which sucked ass. No, Sucker Punch so is great. I'm not going to talk about Sucker Punch <laughs> with you. So pivoting off of... The best horror
0: sequel, <laughs> Sucker Punch...
1: The worst movie ever. <laughs> I mean, it could be a horror movie. Part of it takes place in an asylum. <laughs> That's true. Stupid. Spinning off of that, for movies that, that upgrade from their original and that take that concept and turn it up. I actually dropped something off of my list to add this just now. Sure. Is Paranormal Activity 2.
0: Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it because Did... the when I saw Paranormal Activity 1, I didn't sleep. I think I already said this last week. I it's, didn't sleep for like 48 hours. It's
1: honestly a toss up to me between Paranormal 2 and 3. And I picked 2 because 2 is scarier. Mm-hmm. 3 is the perfect sequel to a film, though. And I kind of want to talk about both of them.
0: Okay, was 3 the one that was on the rotating camera? Yes. What was the two? What was not? I, I want to say gimmick, but not gimmick. What was the difference between one two? So the thing with two? two,
1: two was so much... It, was, it, it literally just took the first one and cranked every single lever up. Okay. So like in one, they kind of grab her a little bit and pull her out of the bed. In the right. second one, it pulls her all the way down the fucking stairs. And yeah. she gets away for a second and goes up three stairs. And it pulls her feet out from under her and drags her the rest of the way down the stairs.
0: So it's like way more aggressive, the second one is.
1: The second movie, all top to bottom, is scarier the the presence feels a lot more real and it gives a little bit more of the story without giving too much away
0: sure it provides some context
1: because two is actually a prequel okay uh to the first one except for the very end they kind of overlap mostly it talks about like how did that thing get in their house
0: okay and why is it there
1: right where did that burnt picture come from Mm -hmm. and like you get to see where that stuff comes from and it's really scary and really good.
0: Ugh. Thinking of the Paranormal Activity series like literally gives me goosebumps because I lived in what I think is a haunted house for a while, and some creepy ass shit happened to me. And the stuff that happens in Paranormal Activity is exactly some of the things that happened to me. And I am like, I am gonna stay away from that shit.
1: It's a really, it's really good. There's a point at which all of the. Cabinets like blast open. I don't yeah. remember if that's in the first one or not. I don't think it is.
0: Um, I feel like something like that happens, but maybe like at a lower, like you're saying, like it's not as amped.
1: There's a lot of that stuff that's that's a lot. The problem is they're very similar films in the because they both take place in very similar looking houses, and because the two protagonists are sisters, they look very similar. Sure. And so, in my memory, because I haven't watched them since we got together, because you won't, watch, I won't them. watch them. I have some trouble remembering the specifics. Three is a super prequel and takes place first, um, and has the greatest supporting character in any horror movie because he's babysitting the kids and he like some very intensely scary shit happens. Yeah, and the next scene in the movie is him talking to the, the dad and he's like, "Fuck you! Do not ever call me again. I am leaving you." Something is going on with you and your fucking crazy ass family. I want no fucking part of this. Don't ever call me again. Which is what the guy in Paranormal Activity 1 should have done.
0: For real. Okay. This may be a spoiler. So, spoiler for the Paranormal Activity um, franchise if you haven't seen it.
1: Spoiler wolf.
0: (laughs) Okay. Confirm. Isn't it you find out that it's attached to the girl and it's not... It's not like um, haunting yeah. the house or a place. It's like no. attached to her specifically. So
1: it came for the one sister. Uh-huh. And she pawns it off on the other sister in two. Which They burn that picture of, of Katie to send it to Katie. Oh. And then it gets Katie and comes back and murks them.
0: Oh, so it didn't even matter? No. Oh. Uh,
1: but then three, it's like when... It turns out like they're grandmother is a witch that like is involved in this demon cult thing which is super fucking metal and they like married the one of the sisters to the to the demon and i don't Uh, remember which one anymore
0: well it is interesting because i feel like what i've learned as maybe i've learned more about a cult and like demons and stuff is that i guess it's like way more common for a demon to be attached to a person
1: than to a, place. A, than to a
0: place and so it's interesting to me that we have this like haunted house space connected demons haunted thing because that seems like it across what i've seen about people who've experienced these like it's way more common for it to be attached to a person Well, yeah
1: ghosts haunt places demons haunt people
0: oh so that's that makes yeah. sense different
1: non-human ghosts- en- non-human entities attach themselves to people Ghosts attach themselves to places.
0: That's interesting. So that's how you could figure out if you were being haunted by a demon. Yeah, if you or a move ghost. and it's
1: still there, you're fucked completely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, unless you believe Ed Lorraine Warren, in which case demons haunt just the Amityville house. Otherwise, they follow you. But they're really good movies, and that guy is my favorite character in any of those movies because he's like, get fucked.
0: I need to get out of here. And
1: honestly, like I understand, we've had we actually had a big fight about this the first year we were together. Because you were like, "Well, would you do that to me if I was on it?" And I was like, "Hell <laughs> oh, yes, I would." If if you got pulled out of our bed and drugged down the hallway, and we found a burned picture of you in our attic, I would be like, "Sucks to suck."
0: You would leave me.
1: Not now. Now we're married. Now we're like oh, together. But when we were but dating. Yeah, no, I don't fucking I, need this. I at understand
0: all. that. It just reminds me of when we were playing Resident Evil, uh Biohazard, and you go through like the first ten minutes of that yeah. of that video game, and you were like, "I don't love you like I that." I don't. I would not do this for I you. I love
1: you a lot, but I don't love you <laughs> like like sewer full of body parts. <laughs> like you're dead, and I know that, so I'm not like recovering your your dead body is not worth. Chainsawing my hand off, <laughs> saving your live body, maybe. All right, you're up. I think. Well, you're
0: speaking on. of Ed and Lorraine Warren, The Conjuring 2. That wasn't that scary. <laughs> <laughs> now this is a joke, and here's why. Xander and I went to go see The Conjuring 2. I think with Liam. I think so, yeah. And maybe Zasha was there too. I don't. I can't remember. And
1: I will say, I have, up top. We both liked it at the time. Yeah. Like it was a really good movie. It is a really good movie. It has some really innovative scares.
0: Uh, we went to the movies and we watched it and we really liked it. We, we all came out of the theater and, we, and Xander was like, I don't think that one was as scary as the first one. And I was like, yeah, I guess not either. We both really liked it, yeah, but we didn't think it was as scary. And so that's kind of what, what the review that we both had at the end. So later that night we go to bed and we're sleeping, we're sleeping, we're sleeping. All of a sudden, there's the loudest crash I have ever heard in our darkened little hovel of a bathroom. We both bolt upright and just screaming. scream in each other's faces. Scream. <laughs> screaming, screaming, screaming. I swear we screamed for maybe I would say, three minutes.
1: I don't know if it was that. I it was a long time. I would say 10 to 15 seconds No, longer than of that. like purely... Screaming and clutching each other. Had there been somebody in... Had there been an intruder in the house, we, we would, would be, be fucking dead. dead.
0: We look into the bathroom, and finally, after we're done screaming, and I think it was more like 30 seconds to a minute. It was a long time, but maybe, you know, fear does... Nobody
1: called the cops, though, so I don't think it was three minutes.
0: <laughs> okay, that's true.
1: There are songs that are not three minutes long. I, <laughs>
0: maybe it was like 30 seconds. I feel
1: like it was like 10 to 15 seconds. Anyway,
0: um, after we... Nothing happened... We stopped screaming, and literally the first thing that Sanders said was, "I guess that movie was scarier than I, <laughs> I thought." Guess it was scarier than I thought it
1: was. It definitely fucking affected us.
0: Um, but I think it's a really good sequel. I do think The Conjuring One is the strongest in the Conjuring franchise, but the second one is really, really yes, good. It's very. The good. cinematography is amazing. The color grading is amazing. The sort of Um, mood that James Wan creates in his horror movies is just unparalleled in current horror movies, in my opinion. Oh, agreed.
1: I mean, I think James Wan's a genius. He
0: just does everything the way that I think... When you think of a, a horror or a scary dream that you have or a nightmare or what's truly scary, he hits all those beats. The way it sounds, the way it feels, the way it looks. It all is like going through a, a one-and-a-half-hour nightmare yeah. that that you paid for.
1: <laughs> He's incredible, and I don't have anything on here, I think only because uh, Insidious is my favorite movie probably of all time, period. Yeah. But it's not a sequel, and while the sequel is good, it doesn't Live come close.
0: But I think the thing that really solidifies the sequel in my mind, The Conjuring 2 is this part with the nun and this painting. Yes. And that is one of the scariest scares I've ever seen in a movie in, that I've, in like, uh, my life. Yeah. That sequence is completely terrifying. It's perfect.
1: Well, and they do such a great job.
0: And I think they also did a great job with that nun as a character. Like, that's a completely new character that they added to the story. Annabelle, as a doll, kind of already already existed. And so they were using the stories. But they made up this nun character and added this backstory into the movie. And I think they did a really good job with that. And it added some layers to the Warren story that I think was really a good job.
1: I also really love that that demon's name is written all over that movie. Yes, if, if you
0: look. And, you and I never it.
1: catch shit like that. But uh-huh. I caught it that time and I was really pleased with myself about that.
0: So if you haven't seen Conjuring 1 and 2, you should totally watch it. And then The Nun's actually in theaters right now. We went and saw it. And it's we good. both really liked it. It's good. It actually is super interesting. It's a prequel about how The Nun came to be. And I think it adds a lot of context to the other movies. And does tie in. And it's super interesting. So I would recommend that one. And weirdly enough, this is an honorable mention, but Annabelle Creation is now also Now that's not
1: this. Annabelle the Beginning. Yeah. That's Annabelle Creation. Annabelle
0: Creation. It's... Technically the third of the Annabelle movies. Or oh, wait, no. Second. It's, it's the second, second of the Annabelle movies. It's not the Annabelle spinoff from The Conjuring 1. It is the second one. And that movie is truly very scary. It's an honorable mention. It's not the best movie I've ever seen. No, but go but watch I really it. Really it's really it. good. Mm-hmm.
1: So going sort of a different way, because I don't have anything that sort of ties into this, and I wanted to get these on the list. I picked New Nightmare.
0: I love that movie. And I have that on my list, but I took it off when I looked at your list and saw that you had it.
1: That's it. A- Against the rules. You're not supposed to be doing that. You're not supposed to be looking at people's mm-hmm. lists. Wes Craven's New Nightmare, if you haven't seen it, is a sequel to Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I don't remember where it sits in I the chronology. I like
0: it's like six.
1: Hey, Research Fairy, where, where is it in the chronology? Hey, guys. It's the seventh movie in the series. Thank you. So, even after all of those movies, they, f- they found a way to innovate yeah. and tell a really cool story. And... They took a really big gamble doing the meta narrative. Mm-hmm. And I think meta fiction is really hard to do right. Yes. But it's super fucking scary. Yeah.
0: He's at the top of his game, I feel like. In Everybody. The yeah. The actors. Um, what's her name? I can't remember her name either.
1: I don't remember her name. Robert, Robert England, England is amazing. Is great in a multifaceted role. Mm-hmm. Wes Craven, as both an actor and as a director, very good in that. Yes. The whole thing. And it manages to keep to take a really played out concept and make it interesting again. Yeah, I definitely make agree. Nightmare on Elm straight interesting again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I I do think Freddy is one of those super interesting characters, and I think that's part of the reason why New Nightmare works because it gives it gives Juice a little bit more meat to him as a, as a character. Yes. Rather than just this kind of oogly boogly guy, he gets a little bit more to play with and. And Freddie's whole thing is like, you know, how he is. Yeah. It, it, his person. He has like the most personality of any of this of the slasher people. You know, like That's true. he's a character, and to really play up the character that he is is part of the reason that movie is so good. And when they really embrace his Robert England and the way he is and his sort of actions and the way he talks. It's but really they strong. also
1: drop some of Freddie's trademark humor and make him like a real threat. Yeah. And I thought that was really interesting because he had sort of turned into this almost cartoon character.
0: Well, yeah, like in the Dream Warriors, um, I think that's four, but I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Dream um, Child,
1: Dream Warriors, were, uh, I think are three and
0: four. But it, it becomes almost cartoonish in the way. And I guess it is dealing with kids, so that's part of the reason. But I think getting back to like the true horror of it and a little less of the sort of tongue-in-cheek, like wink-wink yeah. thing, which is definitely part... Of the problem with the reboot of that movie, which is terrible.
1: It's awful.
0: It's really bad.
1: It's almost. Do it, not watch that one. It's unwatchably bad. And when you pair that with the exemplary Friday the 13th reboot, it makes it all the harder because yeah. those came out right around the same time. And I don't give a fuck what anybody says. And I haven't gotten a chance to use my catchphrase <laughs> this episode. But fight me. <laughs> The reboot of Friday the 13th is good, even though it has Jared Wacka Cracka in it or whatever his Jared name is. Jared Padalecki. Yeah.
0: Who's in every every teen movie from around that time, Jared Padalecki is on it.
1: Who's terrible in... He, it's so good that even his stilted acting is, doesn't <laughs> drag guy, it down.
0: I like him in that movie. I like him in My Bloody Valentine, too. Oh, no, that's the other guy from Supernatural that's in that one.
1: I think also part of the problem is that I liked the movie until I found out that he was in Supernatural.
0: Oh, really? Because you just hate Supernatural as a concept.
1: I don't hate the concept. I'm just so tired of the people.
0: Do you know that show's been on for, like, it's the longest running CW show of all time? Like, on oh, Warner Brothers too. It's been on for, like, 17 seasons or something.
1: And that's fine, and I'm glad you enjoy it, but, like... It's like the the Halloween version of Doctor Who fans. Oh, ouch. And I don't mean that in no nice way. <laughs>
0: he doesn't.
1: <laughs> I'd almost rather have the Doctor Who people. <laughs> At least they have like a long period, of, like like a, a, a whole mythos as opposed to being like, Sam and Dean can stop anybody.
0: There is a mythos. You just don't know
1: it. No. You know what I mean though? Like that. They've been making Doctor Who for like a million goddamn years. And not like a, the CW years, in like <laughs> 1961 years. So yeah. and I don't know very many of them, which is super handy. Although I don't really know a whole lot of supernatural fans either.
0: No, I don't. There's one my old coworker Mark who I really like. He loves supernatural.
1: And good for Mark. Mark was never an annoying jackass about anything. Nope. I got I got Questions about his calendar choices, but otherwise, (laughs) I think Mark is a really great guy. His horror themed calendar choice is a little weird.
0: (laughs) Okay, so this is my last one, and it is from one of my favorite franchises that no matter how bad it gets, I will always like it, but this one is very good, which is Saw 2. And Saw One is an amazing movie, also by James Swan.
1: <laughs> I mean, respect. Did he do two? Did he direct too? I think two?
0: he was a part of it. He was. I think he I produced it, I I he produced like he it and it. he might have written part of it. I don't know that he was definitely a bigger part of it than he became later in the thing where he like had nothing to do with the last like three or four. I don't think he even like. He probably gets residuals, but that's about it. <laughs> Um yeah. but I think the second one improved on a couple of things. I think Saw will always be the classic because it was one of those like shocks. Like it came out of nowhere and people were just like, "Oh my god, this is like so interesting, so unique, such like a kind of psychologically horror movie." But the second one has some of takes sort of that concept and really elaborates upon it. And I think um, it has a twist at the end that I think is, like, really works super well and is super scary and sort of haunting. And it does that before the kind of twist ending becomes played out later in the Saw franchise where you're like, okay, whatever. What are you guys doing? Well,
1: the problem with the Saw franchise, too, is that they, like, play pretty fast and loose with their fucking timeline. So you're like, yeah. The, The order
0: of the Saw movies is very confusing. I don't know what it is. Don't ask me.
1: Ugh, they made me do this and I had to put together a watch order that made any kind of sense. So it starts out okay with one and two, but quickly goes off the rail for a final watch order of one, two, six, three, five, Jigsaw, which is eight, four, and 3D, which is seven, being the last of the ones that you watch. What kind of sense does that make?
0: But, um, Saw Two has... I think, what are the best traps of all of the Saw movies. And they're disgusting. Xander <laughs> just made a disgusted face the, about a particular one. There's two of them. Oh, oh there's two that they really They play fun.
1: on yeah. two of my fucking yeah. biggest issues. Uh, there's one where they throw this girl into a fucking... Pit of needles. ...vat of needles. And it's really gross and really intensely like disgusting. And I have this thing about needles. But the one that gets me... And, Tweet at me <laughs> if you can explain why this trap works in the movie. <laughs> because it doesn't make any sense. Which one? I have this thing about, like, not about blood. Like, I'm not squeamish. But I have this, like, thing about being aware of my circulation that makes me really grossed out. And I, it's weird. I don't really understand it. Sure. But there's a part where this girl sticks her hands into this box to get something. And, like, slits her wrists in doing so. Yeah and i like can't hold my hand still now because it really <laughs> fucking grosses me out like i don't know what it is but why she sticks one hand in and fucks her wrist up okay fine you're dumb but since so she puts her other fucking hand in
0: okay here's the reason why
1: wait hear me out okay so those are on like a little they're like laying flat and when you put your hand up they like pop up right yeah so why doesn't she just poke them up With her fucking fingers. And when she has the one hand in there, why doesn't she use her other hand? You can't see it, but I'm diagramming (laughs) how you would stick your fucking finger in to move the razor blades.
0: Because he has been pumping um, some kind of gas, and I can't think of the word... It's sarin gas, though. Sarin
1: gas doesn't make you go stupid. It just sloughs your skin off, and you die. Yeah, but
0: he said it had something to do with your brain, too. Like, it's affecting your motor functions and stuff.
1: For the record, and I will call the research fairy for help on this, but... It would definitely have killed them way faster than that.
0: <laughs> because it's like, cause like she's already bleeding from the inside when she okay. goes into that room. She's like one of the last people that to to live, and and so I think it's I think they're saying that oh she's already been affected so she can't reason through it. And the whole thing is like they were all supposed to. Do- the thing that I think is super interesting about Saw as a franchise, which is like they're sort of. Um, the meaning behind all these traps is like, these people are all supposed to be working together, but when you put people in that kind of situation, they never do, which is why they always all die.
1: Which is weird because that's not played out by like human history. You
0: think so? You don't, you don't think that is what would happen? we
1: built, we were in that situation,
0: all right, <laughs> as,
1: as humans, and now we have Del Taco. So like,
0: <laughs> and we
1: bail, it I mean, now we're fucking each other around, but <laughs> humans are social animals, I'm not saying every group of people would always immediately yeah. help, but I think that people in general, most people are more likely to help out.
0: Than not. Well, it is interesting. I do... I think... The reason I think Saw 2 is, is very good too is that um, it it kind of takes that house of horrors idea that yes. you kind of have, and it does it the best that I've seen. It And I don't think it goes... It's Saws are always kind of gory, but I think that one is... It doesn't go it's, over the top. It's
1: the last time where that they walked like, a line and and did something else too.
0: Yeah. Like, it wasn't just about shocking you. It had a story. There was purposes behind all these traps. and It um, also
1: has the best kill of that whole franchise, which is right at the beginning where that dude is, they're like, don't turn this key and look oh, through the keyhole. Yes. He's like, I'm gonna turn the key and look through the keyhole. <laughs> Blows his fucking head right off. And it's awesome because it like pans through the wall. You see it's just a fucking big it's ass crazy. gun on the other side.
0: So yeah, I think it's a really good one. If it's definitely not for everyone if you don't like the kind of more a little bit more gory. It is
1: pretty um, gruesome.
0: Um and it but I do like I'm really into psychological things and I think it 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 does a lot of psychological things super well. And like I said, I think it's the last really good Saw movie. I think there's some good parts of the future ones. But then they start spending too much time talking about who is Jigsaw. And like he has cancer and like uh, all this stupid stuff. I,
1: I will also say, like, I, I don't want to downplay it. Uh, definitely be aware that it is pretty gruesome.
0: Yes, it is. It's not for everybody. I wouldn't watch it with kids.
1: It is the sec it is the second of two movies in my life that have made me physically sick watching it. Yeah. Now that one that made me phys- it made me physically sick because it played on very specific to me issues. Yeah. Phobia. The other one, also a, a sequel, and also the second in a series, Hellraiser Two.
0: Which the Hellraiser series is way worse than Saw. No. Ugh. You don't think not so? Not in
1: general. Just two.
0: It's disgusting.
1: Two is really too much, even for me. We I watched it with Dan. Uh, my good friend, Dan, we ordered pizza and it was like right around this time of year. And it made me physically sick.
0: Thinking of eating while watching a Hellraiser movie is like the worst I didn't idea. eat
1: Wise Guys pizza for like a year and a half. It made it was so disgusting to me. But the thing that I always found interesting about the Saw movies, at least the first two, first three, is that they're like basically these weirdo morality plays. Yeah. That like you're punished for your sins by being brutally killed. And they kind of go away from that when they just turn into total psychos and they just kill people no matter what. Yeah. And then-
0: well, it goes on this weird story like when he dies eventually. I guess spoilers for the Saw franchise. Spoiler he- wolf. Like, they all, all the Saw movies go in different orders and like he dies at some point of cancer but he sets in motion these uh, all these other people to act as him and you think it's just the one girl Amanda but there's like... Forty other people all acting as him. Yeah, it's, it's, and like one some they're all crazy because it's too if, much. You, if you follow a guy who is jigsaw, you are crazy. So they're all bananas, and eventually one of them like puts people in traps that you can't even get out of. Yeah. Which is like what's the point of that anyway? Not that you know
1: There was no point to any of it, but I, I get your point. That it stops being a morality thing.
0: And it starts being very weird. The only one that was not a good movie, but I thought was a good concept. I can't remember which saw it is, but basically, because Jigsaw is a popular—or not popular, but like a very well-known serial killer—popular, <laughs> a well-known,
1: 100,000 <laughs> followers on Twitter, Jigsaw, serial because killer. he's a
0: well-known serial killer. Someone like fakes having gone through a, a saw trap to like get popularity and says that he made it through, and then everyone who was involved in that faking like gets gets. They're just desserts. Which I think is an interesting concept. Yeah. But anyway. Those
1: people needed to be punished for making up for making up a story. Not the people who were fucking murdering people for no reason. <laughs> they're in the right here. They have had their intellectual property stolen. <laughs> fucking stupid. Anyway, you basically the 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 sin passion play part of it where you get punished for having for for your crimes. Spin off of that for the best franchise for that. Mm. Which is Friday the Thirteenth. Oh yeah. Where like if you have sex or do drugs, you must be brutally murdered. And I, just <laughs> did and
0: I like that. As someone who was a virgin for a very long time, I appreciate that. I would have survived many horror movies. And
1: as a straight edge guy, I think it's pretty sweet <laughs> to watch people get get wasted, and then get wasted. <laughs> wasted. Uh, and I'm picking Friday the Thirteenth Part Five. So first of all up top i don't care that it's not really jason in that one That's spoiler one. wolf it's not jason in that one it's not jason in number 1 that is a probably one of the the most telegraph plot twists of all time and <laughs> frankly everybody knows that so if you didn't know that sorry fuck off
0: you're so antagonistic Fight to our me. listeners
1: No, I'm antagonistic. Everybody, like, I don't. I'm ready to fight about this with you. Sure. But six is like to me. It's it's like the Rocky Four of slasher movies. It perfectly distills a moment in time. Like it's such an '80s movie in the best way. And they've got like the new wave, super hot goth girl, and she's that's why
0: you like the movie. Pseudo Echo, (laughs) and that song is
1: badass. And you can't buy that song, or I would have. Why? It's like because they're Australian and from the '80s. They're like, we don't want to license. I'm sure there's some ridiculous. Can you
0: like rip it from the DVD? Uh,
1: well, you can, you can steal the song, <laughs> fine. But you know how I am about music. Yeah. Like you should, I mean, music, movies, and anything. You should buy the fucking. You should buy the stuff, stuff that
0: you like to support, support the support the
1: artist it. because it's not free to make. And if you make something like if you're an artist, if you make music or or you know you paint or whatever and you're stealing from other artists, like, that's messed up. Yeah. Because you wouldn't like it if somebody stole from you, and it's, like, seriously the baseline-level golden rule.
0: This is a topic we're going to have to have a whole podcast about because it's something that we talk about a lot, Xander being a musician and me being a photographer, that, like, there's a lot of photographers who steal music, and there's a lot of musicians who steal people's photos. And... I think musicians end up getting the worst end of the deal on that. But we're going to talk about this on a separate podcast when it's not Halloween. So look forward to that.
1: Mad horse shit. Like, and I, I always hear the defense of like, oh, well, it's a giant company. And it's like, well, it's not a giant company. And let me tell you something. When you steal, you're only making sure that only the giant company gets paid. True. Because basically, they take the first cut. And so when you don't support it, they take larger and larger pieces of what Goes to the artist. You're fucking the artist you love over by not buying their records. Or going to see the fucking movies or buying the games or whatever the hell it is. And when you steal that shit, you're stealing from the people you allegedly like. And this is why it always amuses me when like shows get cancelled. And people are like, I can't believe they're going to cancel this super popular show. And I'm like, listen you fucking idiot. Nobody paid for it. Like when they were talking about Game of Thrones and they were like, well, maybe we're not going to do this last thing at Game of Thrones. And people Since were like,
0: it's the most torrented show of all. Yeah, that.
1: But nobody's paying for HBO go. You and all of your friends are so cheap. You went in on a $9 a month membership to avoid paying for something. Cause you're so fucking self-righteously cheap.
0: <laughs> so look forward to this continuing this topic in a future episode. So
1: buy the shit. It's not that hard. So maybe I'll find somebody at pseudo echo and I'll send them 10 bucks
0: And be like, give me the song. And
1: be like, I'm downloading the song. I'm ripping it off of YouTube. I love you. (laughs) Um, But it's a great movie and it like has all of the great tropes. Like there's a ton of drugs and nudity and violence. And like, it's just, if you're looking for like one perfect slasher movie to be like, what were, what was 80s slasher movies about? It's very much archetypical. Honorable mentions. I want to toss out Jason X where they did the, the, instead of going, with like a super cerebral metafictional sequel to, to jumpstart things. They were like, what if we took the set of a space porno <laughs> and instead put real actors in it? And that movie kicks ass. That
0: movie is so bizarre.
1: It's awesome.
0: They they did an episode of How Did This Get Made About That One. That's very funny. They um, didn't want
1: to lose the rights <laughs> while they were waiting for Freddy vs. Jason to work itself out. So they're like, we'll we got to keep this. it in the theaters it's an awesome i cannot believe that was released to theaters
0: it's in, it's incredible
1: but it's an awesome movie
0: it's a great bad movie that's also good
1: i also want to toss out freddie versus jason which, which is a good movie it's just a good movie it's yeah. not so bad it's good it's just good
0: did you know that i saw freddie and jason at a drive-in near my ha- well sort of near my house in st louis um it was in like the countryside and they were like it was a double feature of Spy Kids 3D and Freddy vs. Jason. <laughs> and what was the
1: idea that like your kids would go to sleep after? One I of think
0: them? that must have been because like the movies didn't start until it got dark. dark, and it was during the summer, so it was like nine thirty or ten. And I remember just being like, "This doesn't, this combo doesn't make sense, no. right?" And seeing a 3D movie at a drive-in also doesn't make sense.
1: But I will still say. Awesome movie.
0: Freddie Rich Jason is awesome. And it was cool to see it at a drive-in.
1: I bet. I also want to throw out Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 as a honorable mention. Like, it's not a good movie at all. <laughs> but the real unsung here... I'm going to give an honorable mention just to this person. Mm-hmm. And I know I talked about it the last time. I've talked about it before on the podcast. But I'm going to give a big shout-out to Greg Sorum's mom, <laughs> Deb, who really was the... The person at whose house I watched most of these movies the first time because she would let it, she would rent one, I remember one night she rented Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 and Freddy vs. Jason and let us watch them and that was sweet because I had never <laughs> seen them before and it was awesome. I also watched Jason X for the first time at that house. I watched Aliens for the first time at that house. It Just so many great movies that I saw for That's the first nice. time. So big ups.
0: I feel like my house was kind of that house. I mean, I didn't have a ton of people over, but my mom was like, "Yeah, you can watch horror movies. It's it'll be okay."
1: Just as long as there's no video games in them. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Why haven't they made a sequel to Stay Alive yet? That I'm would be on amazed my they list. made
1: the first one. <laughs> all right. So quick. Best horror. Best horror sequel.
0: Best horror sequel. I think I have to go with Conjuring Two as it's the most all around. It's the best all around of my whole list. It's the thing I would probably... If I could only watch... Oh, that would be hard, though. I can't say that. If I could only watch one... I, I pick think one. I would, That's the point of this no, part. No, but is- I'm saying... If, if I could only watch one of them for the rest of my life, I think I would pick Halloween 3. But if I had to pick the best one, it would be Conjuring 2. I'll
1: give you that. I am going to say Friday the 13th Part 5 because it's so perfectly, beautifully iconic. And like really, if that was the only one, that whole franchise you had... You'd be in good shape. I like the subtle fact that the the mask is a different color. Yeah, big big ups to that. Uh, although I do love Halloween too. I have the soundtrack, so I just take the soundtrack.
0: You'll <laughs> you'll just recreate it in your mind.
1: I mean, I, I already know it by heart. Freddy vs Jason would also be a I guess that, it wasn't on the list, but it because it it's is a good one. It is really good. So that's that. Let us know on Twitter and on our Facebook and everything what horror sequels you like. For those of you keeping score at home, that's three one and one for Madeline this time.
0: Ah. So
1: better than most Whatever. Better than most.
0: I didn't get any wrongs last time, did I?
1: Uh, I'm sure you did.
0: Probably.
1: I'll but go back and they listen were to
0: unwarranted.
1: What are we doing next week?
0: I don't know.
1: Oh <laughs> wrong Uh
0: shoot
1: well, that's two weeks in a row Come on
0: Next week We will be talking about Our top Favorite Vampires Vampires Real or fictional
1: That's a werewolf So next week We will be talking with Real vampires We will be talking The vampire
0: about Of San Jose Sacramento Sacramento That's close enough and
1: I think it's pretty I think it's a really poor taste For you to bring that up As a joke
0: <laughs> I'm sorry
1: Those people are dead And in a pretty rough way.
0: You're making me feel really bad.
1: So, I'll be talking about fun, pretend (laughs) vampires while Madeline revels in the brutal murder of real human beings. We'll see you next week on the Desert Island Society. Stay spooky! And write the fucking reviews!